Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Good morning, everyone. I'm just a couple minutes late here, but I wanted to make sure I got on. Um, I got up too late to get ready, but definitely want to be on. Don't want to miss any more. I've got my Bible in the wrong spot. Oh, praise the Lord. <clears throat> Sorry for all the missing. We're feeling, I'm feeling bitter this week, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, so we want to go ahead. We're going to begin. And uh, let's pray. Let us pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for your cross, Lord. We thank you for your sacrifice. Jesus, we can never repay you enough. <clears throat> Lord, we repent of our sins, or we repent right now. God, we ask your forgiveness, Lord, for the sins that are in parts of our life, God, where we don't realize. Lord, I ask right now, God, that you would that you would wash us and cleanse us, Lord. Lord, those places, those secret places in our heart, God, that we don't remember, we don't know. Lord, the sins of omission, the sins of commission, God, I ask that you would wash us and cleanse us from them now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask, God, that you would that you would just cleanse us with your blood. Lord, we thank you right now. We repent, Lord, and turn the opposite way of our sins. And we give you glory. And it says in his word that he took the bread and he broke it. And he gave thanks and he said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you for your broken body, for the healing that it brings to our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Let's all of us take the symbol of his broken body together, please. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. And it says in the same way he took the cup and he blessed and he said, this is the blood of my new covenant. He goes, and it is for the forgiveness of the sins of the whole world. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you for your broken body. I mean, we thank you for your blood that was shed, Lord, right now. We thank you for the cross where we could never pay the price that you paid for us and bear the sins of the whole world, past, present, and future, Lord. You became the ultimate and final propitiation, the final sacrifice, the final lamb. And we are so grateful. We could never repay you enough, but we thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us go ahead and take the symbol of his sacrifice together. We thank you, Lord. <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, this is Pastor Jay, and we are on the full 180. I'm so glad you're joining me today. And um, I just, uh, pardon me. And uh, glad you're here. We are back on track here every day, Monday through Friday, and we are going to do Ezekiel 9. That's where we're starting. We left off at Ezekiel 8 last time, but here we go. Got a lot of lifting to do today in the Amplified Version, Ezekiel 9. What a great, <laughs> the vision of slaughter. <laughs> Jesus, help me. Okay, here we go. Here we go, family. I'm going to just make a little adjustment here. There we go. There. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's probably a little bit better. <clears throat> There we go. All right. Then in my vision, I heard him cry out with a thunderous voice saying, approach now executioners of the city, each with his weapon of destruction in his hand. Behold, six men, angelic beings came from the direction of the upper gate, which faces north, each with his battle axe in his hand. And among them 
was a certain man clothed in linen with a scribe's writing case at his side. They entered and stood beside the bronze altar. Then the Shekinah glory and brilliance of God, of the God of Israel, the cloud, went up from the cherubim on which it had rested to stand above the threshold of the Lord's temple. And the Lord called to the man clothed with linen who had the scribe's writing writing case at his side. <clears throat> the Lord said to him, go through the midst of the city throughout all of the of Jerusalem and put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh in distress and grieve over all the repulsive acts which they are which are being committed in it. But to the others, I heard him say, follow him, the man with the scribe's writing case throughout the city and strike. Do not let your eyes have pity and do not spare anyone. Utterly slay old men young men, maidens, little children, and women, but do not go, sorry, but do not touch or go to anyone whom is, is, whom is the mark. I'm sorry, begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the old men who were in front of the temple who did not have the Lord's mark on their foreheads. And he said to the executioners, defile the temple and fill its courtyards with the dead. Go out. So they went out and struck down the people in the city. And as they were executing them, and I fell, and I was, alone was left, I fell face downward and cried out, Alas, Lord God, you will destroy all that is left of Israel, the whole remnant, by pouring out your wrath and indignation on Jerusalem. <laughs> Pardon me. Then he said to me, the wickedness, guilt of the house of Israel and Judah is extremely great. The land is full of blood with the, and the city with full of perversion and injustice. For they say the Lord has abandoned the land. The Lord does not see what we are doing. But as for me, my eye will have no pity, nor will I spare, but I will uh, bring their wicked conduct upon their own heads. And behold, the man clothed in linen, who had the scribe's writing case at his side, reported, I have done just as you have commanded me, the vision of God's glory departing from the temple. Then I looked, and behold, in the expanse firmament that was over the heads of the cherubim, there appeared something glorious and brilliant above them, looking like a huge sapphire stone formed to... Uh, resemble a throne and the lord spoke to the man seventh angel <clears throat> clothed in linen and said go between the whirling wheels under the cherubim fill your hands with coals of fire from between the cherubim and scatter them over the city and he entered as i watched now the cherubim were standing on the right side of the temple. When the man had entered, the cloud, the Shekinah glory of God, filled the inner courtyard. Then the glory and brilliance of the Lord moved upward from the cherubim to rest over the threshold of the temple. <clears throat> and the temple was filled with the cloud, and the courtyard was filled with the brightness of the Lord's glory. And the sound of the wings of the cherubim was heard even as far as the outer, outer courtyard. Like the voice of God Almighty when he speaks, it came about. When he commanded the man clothed in linen, saying, Take fire from between the whirling wheels, from between the cherubim, from the, the man entered and stood beside the wheel. Then a cherubim stretched out his hand from between the cherubim to the fire that was between the four of them, and took some of it and put it into the hands of the man clothed in linen, who took it and departed beneath their wings. The cherubim seemed to have something in the form of a man's hand. Then I looked, and behold... There were four wheels besides the cherubim, one wheel beside one cherub, and another wheel beside each other cherub. And the appearance of the wheels was like a sparkling, 
a sparkling Tarshish stone barrel. As for the appearance, uh, all four looked alike, as if one wheel were within another wheel. Pardon me. When they moved, they went in any of their four directions. Isn't that funny how they, oh, their four directions, without turning as they went. But they followed in the direction which they faced without turning as they went. Their whole body, their backs, their hands, their wings, and their wheels were full of eyes all around, and even the wheels belonging to all four of them. Regarding the wheels attached to them, I heard them called the whirling, rolling, revolving wheels, and each one had four faces. <clears throat> the first face was the face of a cherub, the second was the face of a man, the third was the face of a lion, and the fourth was the face of an eagle. Then the cherubim rose upward, and they are the same four living beings regarded as one that I saw by the river Chabar in Babylonia. Now when the cherubim moved the wheels would go moved, the wheels would go beside them, and when the cherubim lifted up their wings <clears throat> to rise on the earth, the wheels would remain beside them. When the cherubim stood still, the wheels would stand still, and when they rose upward, the wheels would rise with them. For the spirit of the living beings was these wheels. Then the Shekinah glory of the Lord departed from the threshold of the temple and rested over the cherubim. As I looked at them, the cherubim lifted up their wings and rose up from the earth. They departed with the wheels besides them, and they stood still at the entrance of the east gate of the house of the Lord, and the glory and brilliance of God of Israel hovered over them. These are the living beings that I saw beneath the God of Israel by the river Chabar, and I knew that they were cherubim. Each one had four faces, and each one had four wings. The, and beneath their wings was the form of human hands, as like the likeness of their faces, they were the same face whose appearance I had seen by the river Chabar. Each one went straight forward. Evil rulers to be judged moreover, the spirit lifted me up and brought me to the gate of the house <coughs> of the Lord's house which faced eastward. And behold, at the entrance of the gate, there were 25 men. And I saw among them Jeazaniah, the son of Azur, and Palladiah, the son of Benaiah, princes of the people. Then the Spirit said to me, Son of man, these are the men who devise evil and give wicked advice in this city, who say, Is is not the time near to build houses? This city is secure, just like the pot, and we are the meat in it. Therefore, prophesy against them. Prophesy, son of man. Then the Spirit of the Lord fell upon me, and he said to me, Thus say, Thus says the Lord, This is what you think, house of Israel, for I know your thoughts. You have multiplied your slain in the city, and you have filled its streets with the corpses of righteous men. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Your dead whom you have laid in the midst of your city are the meat of this city and the pot, but I shall force you out of the security of it. I have You have feared the sword, so I will bring a sword upon you, says the Lord God. I will bring you out of the midst of the city and hand you over to strangers and execute judgment against you. You will fall by the sword. I will judge and punish you in front of your neighbors at the border of the land of Israel, and you will know without any doubt that I am the Lord. The city will not be a pot for you, nor will you be me safe in it. But I will judge you at the border of Israel, and you will know without any doubt that I am the Lord, for I have not walked in my... Uh, what you, for you have not walked in my statutes, nor have you executed my ordinances, but you have acted in accordance with the ordinances of the nations around you. Now it came about while I was prophesying that Pal Palladia, the son of Benaiah, 
died and I fell face downward and cried aloud, Alas, Lord God, you will bring the remnant of Israel to a complete end, promise of restoration. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, your brothers, your relatives, your fellow exiles, and the whole house of Israel, all of them are those to whom the present inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, Go far away from the Lord, this land that has been given to us as a possession. Therefore say, the, therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, Though I had removed Israel from far away from the nation, among the nations, and though I had scattered them among the countries, yet I have been a sanctuary for them for a little while, in which the countries which uh, they had gone. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from peoples and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered and I will give back to the land of Israel. When they return there, they will remove from it all traces of its detestable things and all its repulsive things, remnants of paganism, and I will give them one heart, a new heart, and put a new spirit within them. I will take them from the heart of stone, and I will give them hearts of flesh that is responsive to my touch, that they may walk in my statutes and keep my ordinances and do them. Then they shall be my people, and I will be their God. But as for those who hearts long for and follow after detestable things and their repulsive things associated with idolatry on their own head, I will repay them in full for their vile conduct, says the Lord God. Then the cherub been lifted up their wings with the heels with heels beside them. Pardon me, and the Shekinah glory of the God of Israel hovered over them. Then the glory and brilliance of the Lord went up from the midst of the city and paused over the mountain, the mountain of olives, the Mount of Olives, which is east of the city, and the Spirit lifted me up. And brought me in a vision by the Spirit of God to the exiles of Chaldea, Babylonia. Then the vision had that I had seen left me. Then I told the exiles everything that the Lord has shown me. Ezekiel prepares for exile. The word of the Lord came also to me, saying, Son of man, you live among the re- a rebellious house whose eyes, whose eyes, who have eyes to see but do not see, who have ears to hear but do not hear, for they are a rebellious people. Therefore, son of man, prepare your belongings for exile and move into exile during the day when they will see you even go into exile from your place to another place as they watch. Perhaps they will understand. And even though they are rebellious people, bring your provisions and supplies out during the day as they watch as provisions and supplies for going into exile. Then you shall go out at evening as as they watch, as those going into exile dig through the wall, and as they watch you go out through the hole, as they look on, load the provisions and the supplies on your shoulder and carry it out in the dark, you shall cover your face so that you cannot see the land, for I have set you as a sign to the house of Israel, as I did, as did, as I did as I had been commanded. I brought out my provisions and supplies during the day and the provisions and supplies of an exile. And in the evening, I dug through the wall with my hands. <clears throat> I brought out my provisions and supplies in the dark, carrying it on my shoulder as they watched. In the morning, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, has not the house of Israel, the rebellious house, asked you, what are you doing? Say to them, thus says the Lord God, this oracle, a burden to be carried, concerns the the prince of Zedekiah in Jerusalem, as well as all the house of Israel, who are there, say, I am a sign to you, as I have done, so it will be done to them. They will go into exile, into captivity. The prince who is among them 
will load his provisions and supplies on his shoulders in the dark and go out. They will dig a hole through the wall and to go out. He will cover his face so that he cannot see the land with his eyes. I will also spread my net over him and he will be caught in my snare and I will bring him I will bring him to Babylon, to the land of the Chaldeans, yet he will not see it. Though he will die there, I will scatter every every, <coughs> every wind, every wind, all, all who are around him, all his helpers and all his troops, and I will draw out a sword after them, so they will know and understand fully that I am the Lord when I scatter them among the nations and disperse them among the pagan countries. But I will leave a few survivors who will escape the sword and famine and the virulent disease that they may confess all their repulsive idolatrous acts among the nations where I, where they go and may know without any doubt that I am the Lord. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, eat your bread with anxiety and drink your water with trembling and fear. Then say to the people of the land, thus says the Lord God concerning the inhabitants of Jerusalem in the land of Israel, they will eat their bread with anxiety and drink their water with horror because their land will be stripped and looted of its fullness because of the violence of all those who live in it. The cities that are inhabited, it will be ruins and the land will be destroyed. And you will know without any doubt that I am the Lord. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, what is the proverb that you have that you have in the land of Israel saying, the days are long and every vision fails. Therefore tell them, thus says the Lord God, I will put an end to this proverb and they will no longer use it as a proverb in Israel, but say to them, the days draw near as well as fulfillment of every vision for there will no longer be any false and empty vision for flattering division within the house of Israel. For I, the Lord will speak and, I, and whatever word I speak, it will be accomplished. It will no longer be delayed for, for in your days, O rebellious house, I will speak the word and I will fulfill it, says the Lord God. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, behold the house of Israel saying, the vision that Ezekiel sees is for many years from now and it, he prophesies all of the times that are far off. Therefore say to them, thus says the Lord God, none of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever word I speak will be fulfilled completely says the Lord. False prophets condemned, and the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy and say to those who prophesy from their own inspiration, Hear the word of the Lord, thus says the Lord God, Woe, judgment is coming to the foolish prophets who are following <clears throat> their own spirit claiming to have seen things, but have in fact seen nothing. O Israel, your prophets have been like foxes among the ruins and have not gone up into the gaps or breaches or built the wall around the house of Israel that might stand in the battle of the day of the Lord. They have seen falsehood and lying divination saying, the Lord says, but the Lord has not sent them. Yet they hoped and make men hope for their confirmation of their word. Did you not see, make up a false vision and speak a lying divination? <clears throat> when you said, Lord declares... But it is not I who have spoken. Therefore, thus says the Lord, because you have spoken empty and de delusive words and have seen lies. Therefore, behold, I am against you, says the Lord God. So my hand will be against the counterfeit prophets who see, make up empty and divulse visions, who give lying prophecies. 
they have, will have no place in the secret council of my people, nor will they be recorded in the register of the house of Israel, nor will they <clears throat> enter into the land of Israel, that you may know without any doubt that I am the Lord God. It is definitely because they have seduced my people, saying peace when there is no peace. Because when one builds a flimsy wall, behold, these lying prophets plaster it over with whitewash. So tell those who plaster it with whitewash that it will fall. A flooding rain of judgment will come, oh, come, and you, oh, great hailstones, will fall with a violent wind, will tear the wall apart. Behold, when the wall fall, has fallen, you will not be asked, where is the coating with which you prophets plastered it? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will make violent wind break out in my wrath, and there will be in my anger an overwhelming rain and great hailstones to destroy that wall in wrath. So I will tear down the wall, which you have plastered with whitewash and bring it down to the ground so that its foundations will be exposed. When it falls, you will perish in the midst and you shall know and understand fully that I am the Lord. Thus, I will expend my wrath on the wall and for those and on those who have plastered with it whitewash. And I will say to you, the wall is gone. And its plasters are gone, <clears throat> along with the false prophets of Israel who prophesied deceitfully to Jerusalem and to, uh, to see false visions of peace for her. There is no peace, says the Lord. Now you, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who are prophesying out of the wishful thinking of their own mind inspiration. Prophesy against them and say, Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the women who fasten magic protective charms on all wrists and make veils for the heads of those of every stature to capture human lives. Will you capture the lives of my people but keep your own? You have profaned me among my people in payment with handfuls of barley and with pieces of bread, killing people who should not die and giving a guarantee of life to those who should not live because of your lies, my people who pay attention to lies. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, behold, I am am against your magic bands and veils by which you hunt human lives as birds and I will tear them from before your from your arms and I will let the lives the lives you hunt go free even those lives whom you whom you hunt as birds I will also tear off your pagan veils and rescue my people from your hands and they will no longer be in your grip to be haunted and hunted and trapped then you will know without any doubt that I am the Lord because you because you disheartened the righteous with your falsehood when you did not cause him grief, but you have encouraged the wicked not to turn from his wicked way and his perverse life. Therefore, you women will no longer see false visions or practice divinations, and I will rescue my people from your hand. Then you will know without any doubt that I am the Lord. Idolatrous elders condemn. <clears throat> then certain of the elders of Israel came to seek an oracle from God and sat down before me and the word of the Lord came to me saying son of man these men have set up and honored their idols in their hearts and have put right before their faces the vile stumbling block of their wickedness and guilt should I permit myself to be consulted by them all therefore speak to them and say to them thus says the Lord God any man of the house of Israel who takes idols his idols of rebellion into his heart and puts the vile stumbling block of his wickedness and guilt 
images of silver and gold before his face, yet comes to the prophet to ask him, I, the Lord, will answer him, but I will answer him in accordance with the number of his idols, in order that I may take hold of the heart, mind of the house of Israel, who are all estranged from me because of their idols. <clears throat> Therefore, I say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, repent and turn away from your idols and turn your faces away from all your disgusting and vile acts for anyone of the house of Israel or among the strangers who immigrate to Israel, who separate himself from me, taking his idols to, into his heart and putting right before his face the vile stumbling block of his wickedness and guilt, and then comes to the prophet to ask me for of, to ask of me for himself. I, the Lord, will answer him myself. I will set my face against that man, that hypocrite, and I will make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from among my people. And you will know <clears throat> without any doubt that I am the Lord. But if the prophet who speaks without my authority is enticed to speak a word of his own, it is I, the Lord, who have caused that prophet to speak falsely, to please the inquirer, thus allowing himself to be a party to the inquirer's sin. And I will stretch out my hand against him <clears throat> and will destroy him from among my people. They both will bear the punishment of their wickedness, and the sin of their counterfeit prophet will be the same as the sin of the hypocritical inquirer, so that the house of Israel may no longer drift away from him and no longer defile themselves with all their transgressions, but they will be my people, and I will be their God, says the Lord God, and the city will not be spared. The Lord, the word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, if if a land sins against me by committing unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand against it and destroy its source of bread and send famine on it and cut it off both man and animal. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were that land by their own righteousness, right standing with God, they could only save, deliver themselves, says the Lord. If I were to cause predatory beasts to pass through the land and they ravage it and depopulate it of children, and it became desolate so that no one could pass through because of the predators. Though these three men were in the land, as I live, says the Lord, they could not save their sons or their daughters. They alone would be saved, but the land would be desolate, ruined, deserted. Or if I were to bring a sword on that land and say, let a sword go through the land and cut off man and animal from it. Even though these three men were in the land, as I live, says the Lord God, they could not save their sons or their daughters, but they alone would be saved. Or if I could send a virulent disease into the land and pour out my wrath in blood on it and cut off man and animal from it, even though Noah, Daniel, and Job were the uh, were in the land, as I live, says the Lord God, they would not save, <coughs> they could not save neither their son nor their daughter. They would save their own selves by their righteousness, that is, the right standing with God, their moral and in, uh, spiritual integrity. For thus says the Lord God, how much more will I send my four severe judgments against Israel, sword, famine, predatory beasts, and virulent disease, to cut off man and animal from it. Yet behold, survivors will be left in an escaping judgments, both sons and daughters. Listen carefully. They are going to come out to you in Babylon and will see you will see their wicked conduct and despicable actions. Then you will be at peace in regard to your to the disaster which I have been brought against Israel. For everything which I have brought on it, it has been deserved. Then they will rescue you in regard to the appropriateness of the judgments when they when you see the heinous heinous conduct and actions. For you will know that I have not done without cause whatever I did 
Whatever I did to it, declares the Lord, Jerusalem like a useless vine. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, how is the wood of the grapevine Israel better than the wood of the branch, which is among the trees of the forest? Can wood be taken from it to make any object, or can men take a peg from it on which to hang a vessel? If it has been thrown into the fire for fuel and the fire has consumed both of its ends, in the middle section it has been charred, it is suitable or useful for anything. Notice this, even when it is completed, it will not be useful and I will and was not made into anything. How much less after the fire has burned part of it and the remainder of it, is it charred? Can, I, can it still be made into anything? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, like the wood of the grapevine among the trees of the forest, which I have given into the fire for fuel. So I have given up the people of Jerusalem. I have set my face against them. Though they have come out of the fire, yet the fire will consume them. Then you will know without any doubt that I am the Lord. When I set my face against them, I will make the land desolate, ruined, deserted, because they have acted unfaithfully through their idolatry, says the Lord God. God's grace and un. God's grace to unfaithful Jerusalem. Again, the word of the Lord came to me and saying, Son of man, make Jerusalem understand the heinous and vile nature of their repulsive idolatrous acts and say, thus says the Lord God of Israel, all of Israel, your spiritual, your spiritual origin and your birth are from the land of the Canaanite. Your spiritual father was an Amorite and your spiritual mother a Hittite. As for, and as for your birth, on the day you were born, your navel cord was not cut, nor were you washed with the water for cleansing, nor were you rubbed with salt or even wrapped in cloth. No eye looked with pity on you to do any of these things for you, to have compassion on you, but you were thrown out in an open field, for you were loathed on the day that you were born. When I passed by you and saw you squirming in your newborn blood, I said while you were <clears throat> to you while you were there in your blood live yes I say to you while you were there your blood live I made you Israel multiply like plants which grow in the field and you grew up and became tall and reached the age of weaning fine jewelry your breasts were formed and your hair had grown and <clears throat> yet you were naked and bare then I passed by you again and looked on you behold you were maturing and at that at the time for love and I spread my skirt over you and covered your nakedness. Yes, I swore an oath to you and entered into a covenant with you, says the Lord, and you became mine. Then I washed you with water. Yes, I thoroughly washed away from you the clinging blood and the anointed and anointing with your oil as I clothed you. With embroidered cloth. And put sandals of porpoise skin on your feet, and I wrapped you with fine linen and covered you with silk. I adorned you with ornaments, and I put bracelets on your wrist and a necklace around your neck. I also put a ring in your nostril and earrings in your ears and a beautiful crown on your head. Thus you were abandoned, adorned with gold and silver, and your dress was made of fine linen and silk and embroidered cloth. You ate fine flour and honey and oil, so you were extremely beautiful and advanced and prosperity prospered in royalty into royalty then your fame went among the nations you are on account of your beauty for it was perfect because of my majesty and splendor which i bestowed on you says the lord god but you trusted in and relied on your beauty and prostituted yourself in idolatry and debauched in in it, and its debauched rituals and became 
because of your fame and you poured out your immoralities on every willing passerby and your beauty was his as you worshiped the idols of the Gentile nations. You took some of your clothes and made for yourself decorated high places and shrines from various colors and prostituted yourself on them. Things which you would never come about had taken place. You also took your beautiful jewels and beautiful vessels and made my gold and my silver, which I gave, which I had given you and made for yourself images of men so that you could prostitute yourself with them. And you took your, your embroidered clothing and covered them and offered my oil and my incense before them. You also my bread, which I gave you made from the fine flour and the oil and honey, which you, which I fed you even offered it before idols, no better than a cow dung as a sweet and soothing aroma. So it happens, says the Lord God. Moreover, you took your sons and your daughters whom you had borne me and you destroyed them as sacrifices and your handmade gods and your man-made gods, uh, were your gross immorality so small a matter? You slaughtered my children and offered them up to worthless idols, forcing them to pass through the hideousness of the fire. And in all your repulsive acts and prostitutions, idolatrous immorality, you did not pause to remember the days of your youth when you were naked and bare, squirming in your newborn blood, when it came about after all your wickedness. Woe, woe to you, says the Lord God, that you built yourself an altar for prostitution and made your high place for ritual prostitution in every square of Jerusalem. At the beginning of every street, you built your high places, your high place and made your beauty repulsive and you offered your body to every passerby and multiplied your obscene immorality. You also prostituted yourself with the Egyptians, your lustful neighbors, by embracing their pagan rituals, and you multiplied your obscene immorality to provoke me to anger. Behold, now listen very carefully. I've stretched out my hand against you, reduced your, your portion, and handed you over to the desire of those who hate you, the daughters of the Philistines, who are ashamed of your infamous behavior. You prostituted yourself with the Assyrians because you were not satisfied. You prostituted yourself with them and still were not satisfied. Moreover, you increased your obscene immorality with the land of tradesmen, Chaldea, Babylonia, and yet with this you were not satisfied. How weakened by longing and lust is your heart, your mind. Thus says the Lord God, while you do all these things, the actions of a bold and brazen prostitute, then when you built your shrine altar for prostitution at the beginning of every street, and made your high places in every square, public square, and you were like not like a prostitute because you refused payment. You were a, your adulterous wife, you uh, who welcomes and receives strangers instead of husband. Men give gifts. Men give gifts to all prostitutes, but you you give your gifts to all your lovers, bribing the pagan nations to become as allies from every direction from your obscene uh, immoralities, and you are different from other unfaithful women in your promiscuity in that no one follows you to lure you into prostitution it, and because you give money and no money is given you in this way you are different therefore O prostitute israel we even called him a prostitute hear the word of the lord thus says the lord god because your lewdness was poured out and your nakedness uncovered through your obscene immoralities with lovers pagan allies and with all your repulsive idols and because of the blood of your sons that you have given to them, they were, they were sacrificing their babies to Moloch. Therefore, listen, I will gather all your lovers, pagan allies, with whom you took pleasure, and all those whom you loved, and all those whom you hated. And I will even gather them against you 
from every direction and will expose your nakedness to them and they may see all your nakedness, making you, Israel, an object of loathing and mockery, a spectacle among the nations. And I, the Lord God, will judge you like women who commit adultery and shed blood are judged, and I will bring on you the blood of wrath and jealousy. I will also hand you over to your lovers, and they will tear down your shrines, demolish your high places, strip of you of clothing, take away your jewels, and they will leave you naked and bare, and they will also cite a crowd against you, and they will stone you and slaughter you with their swords. They will burn down your houses with fire and execute judgment on you in sight of many women, Gentile nations. Then I will make you cease your prostitution, and you you will no longer hire your lovers, so I will calm my wrath towards you, and my jealousy resulting from being denied what is rightfully and uniquely mine will turn away from you. I will be pacified and no longer angry because you have not remembered the days of your youth, but have enraged me with all these things. Therefore, I will turn, <clears throat> I will in I in turn will bring your conduct down on your own head, says the Lord God, so that you will not commit these lewdness. This lewdness on top of all of your other repulsive acts. Behold, everyone who prove, pro, who who uses Proverbs will use this proverb against you like mother, like daughter. You are a daughter of your mother who loathe her husband and her children. You are the sister of your sisters who loathe their husbands and their children. Your spiritual mother was a Hittite and your spiritual father an Amorite. Now your older sister is Samaria. She with her daughters, outlying cities who live north of you and your younger sister in Sodom. She with her daughters who live south of you, yet you have not merely walked in their ways or behaved in accordance with their pagan practice, but as if that you were too little, you soon acted more corruptly in all your ways than they. As I live, says the Lord God, Sodom, your sister, and your daughters have not done as you and your daughters have done. Behold, this was the sin of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters outlying cities and had arrogance, abundant food, and clueless ease, but she did not help the poor, the needy. They were haughty and committed repulsive acts before me. Therefore, I removed them when I saw it. Furthermore, Samaria did not commit half of your sins, but have greatly increased your repulsive acts more than they. So you have made your wicked sisters, Samaria and Sodom, appear righteous and justified by comparison to all the disgusting things which you have done. Also, also bear your disgrace as punishment, having made judgment favorable for sisters for your virulent, for your for you virtually absolved them because of your sins in which you have behaved more repulsively than they. They are more in the right than you. Yes, be ashamed and bear your disgrace for you made your pagan sisters from seem righteous, dear God. Nevertheless, I will restore them again from their captivity and the captivity of Sodom and their daughters outlying cities, their captivity of Samaria and her daughters. And along with them, I will restore from you your own captivity in the day of the Lord so that you, Judah, will bear your humiliation and disgrace and thoroughly ashamed for all the wickedness that you have done and consult and comfort them. Your sister Sodom and your daughters in Samaria and her daughters will return to their former state. 
and you and your daughters will return to your former state. For the name of your sister Sodom was not mentioned by you except as a byword in the day of your pride when David ruled before your own wickedness was uncovered. Now you have become an object of reproach and byword from the daughters, for the daughters of Aram and Edom and all who are around her for, you, for the daughters of the Philistines, those surrounding you who have despised you. <coughs> Sorry, this is a long chapter. My goodness. You have borne the plenty of your lewdness and the repulsive acts, says the Lord. Thus, yes, thus says the Lord. I will also deal with you as you have done. You have, you who have despised the oath by breaking the covenant, the covenant remember. Nevertheless, I will remember with compassion my covenant with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish an everlasting covenant with you. Then you will remember your ways and be ashamed when you receive your sisters, both older and younger, and I will give them to you as daughters, but do not but not because of your covenant with me, and I will establish my covenant with you, and you will know without any doubt that I am the Lord, so that you may remember in detail and be ashamed and never open your mouth again because of your humiliation when I was given, when I have given you for, <clears throat> for all that you have done, says the Lord. Oh, we praise you, Lord. We thank you for your word. We ask right now that it be written on the tablets of our heart. Lord, we right now take on the full armor of God. Lord, we put on our belt of truth. Lord, our breastplate of righteousness. Lord, we put the preparation, the shoes of the preparation of the gospel of your peace on our feet. We put on our helmet of salvation. Lord, we take our shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. Lord, let us walk in your word. Let us walk in your spirit. Lord, I pray that we would be blessed and be a blessing today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you. And I